You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Cat John, episode number one and Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Cat John. I'm an authenticity coach who's on a mission to help people save and channel their fucks towards what truly matters to them. And something worth giving a major fuck about is taking responsibility for your own life. And here in the podcast, I'll be sharing real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories to help you do just that. I've had a cool little epiphany lately, and it's an epiphany about uh, a breakthrough that... um, I've been like aware of it, but not to how it's sort of shown itself. And that's the cool thing about awareness. You know, we can become aware of things and see like a portion of it. And then as time goes on, the more we become aware of it, we start to see like the whole thing in its entirety. And the epiphany came about um, on the night of the Intimo International Women's Day event uh, with Courtney. And I wore a skirt and this beautiful like bra singlet, um, which was a really lovely material. And it was, it just sort of, you know, sat really nicely and a pair of heels. And I've always told myself that I'm not a dress person. I'm not a dress person and I'm not a skirt person. Much like I've told myself for many years, I just don't like to wear shorts. You know, that was my thing. And it's like, well, Actually, I didn't wear shorts because I thought my legs were fat and I had shame around my legs being in public and I kind of didn't want anyone to have to see my legs. So, hey, I'm just not a short person. Um, Still can't believe that it's only been two summers where I've like literally been wearing shorts. Um, Prior to that, it was always pants and long tights. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, cat. I'm sorry. So, yeah, now it's cool that I'm liberated. Anywho... I wore this um, beautiful skirt and I felt really awesome in it and it brought up some things for me. Um, And there's been this thing where I have not wanted to identify myself as someone who is sexy. Um, I, I would say that I did that back in the day where... I I used sex as my weapon and as like a manipulation tactic. And I've, I've spoken about this before, but then when I was sort of finding myself and uh, wanting to create boundaries for myself and those types of things, um, I, I shut that part down. Um, Or, you know, at the very least I became more conservative as to, you know, who I gave my body to and if I actually wanted to or if I didn't want to. But as I did that, I shut down my sexiness. Um, you know, like, no, nah, I just wear comfy underwear. No, nah, I don't wear lingerie. Um, I don't like wearing girly, girly things. Um, and it started to come up um, when Steve actually just noticed and he said, you don't really wear, like, sexy lingerie stuff. You know, I literally wear bikini tops with no padding in them and whatever undies, sometimes no underwear because I just find it more comfortable. Um, and I said, yeah, I know, I'm just not like a lingerie type of girl. You know, I, I, I don't find it comfortable. I like to be really comfortable. And that was just my 
you know, the comment that I would put out. And it's interesting. So when I wore that on the night of um, the International Women's Day event and there was a room full of women who just looked so beautiful and sexy, it was interesting how I felt like I couldn't show that, yet I couldn't give two fucks about if anyone else was showing their sexiness. You know, I was more like judging me about, hey, make sure you're not sexy. Um, and so I would, you know, I, I put like a shirt over the top of it because I didn't want to feel like I was too exposed or anything like that. And look, I know that there are like, that can be also just a nice look and that can be just the way I dress or people dress. But I knew, you know, when you know, deep down, you know, I just knew it was about me covering up. And then I put a post about it um, sort of a few days after, you know, sharing about Courtney and um, her beautiful services within Timo and how I actually wrote on my post in my stories about uh, I felt so amazing in what I was wearing that night, um, which is really good for me because I often reject feeling sexy. And I was like, oh, as soon as I wrote that and put it out, it gave me an opportunity to look in. And I brought it up with my coach on Monday when I spoke to her. There's a few things that I brought up and we both felt that this was like the juicy topic. So where it came back to, and there's sort of two points in here. Um, as, As many of you will know, when I was a young girl, I was sexually abused when I was six. And... Firstly, this this stuff and our wounds from our childhood, I know so many of you are just like, yeah, let me heal it and then it's fucking gone. Let me heal it and then it's gone. Um, but there are layers. There are so many layers for us to meet and to comprehend and to heal and to look at and acknowledge and nurture and whatever else um, that it can be quite frustrating when our old wounds come up again, you know, a lot of my clients like, Oh my God, is it fucking this shit again? Um, and you know, I, I have gone through those phases of like, really, is this still fucking coming up? But I now know that that's okay. Just because it's coming up doesn't mean that I have failed at the healing journey. It just means that there's something else that I get to look at. Um, because now I'm ready to look at it. Whereas before there was something else that was, that was pressing for me to look at. Um, and that comes, I think, just with the the spiritual journey and maturity rather than trying to heal everything in one hit. So that's sort of point one. And we, we tracked it back to that time where I was a very, you know, free, liberated, cheeky, wear whatever I want kind of, you know, gal. Um, and... Then, like when I was at when I was at age, my, we would go to church, and my mum would make me wear this dress, and I didn't like wearing this dress. And the person who had sexually abused me, I remember there was one day when I was wearing this dress. Um, she picked me up from the stage, and she was I was on a stage above me, and she picked me up from under my dress. And I was a little girl, but uh, I just knew that that felt uncomfortable. My body didn't like that, and. It's interesting, you know, we make decisions. When when wounds take place as a child, we make unconscious decisions. 
unconscious decisions that lock in and then they become our beliefs and then they end up becoming our limiting beliefs. So for some time, uh, my firstly, when I, when, when that thing, when that experience happened to me as a child, firstly, what I locked in was, oh, okay, well, this is what people must be able to do to you. You know, you must just be able to be happily and peaceful in your own little fucking land of safe and then anyone can just come and take whatever they want from you. So that makes sense because across my life, for the first sort of part of my life, that's what I did. Um, I really allowed, particularly, you know, sexually, um, people to do as they wanted to do um, because that's the decision that I made as a, as a child because in that moment, I, I for me to feel safe as a six-year-old, I was like, oh, my God, do not move. Don't do anything. Just pretend you're asleep and just let it happen, right? That was how I decided to be safe in that moment. So that locked in and that became a belief and then that became my limiting belief because then when I went into my adolescence and even early 20s, that belief was still playing out where I could be just doing my thing and then someone would come and touch me up or and I and I wouldn't do anything because it's like, Ugh, if I do anything, something extra bad might happen. So this is just let this be the bad enough thing and then just, uh, you know, ride it out. Um, and then what sort of took place from there was that when I, like I said, when I started doing my healing journey, it was kind of like, well, fuck that if anyone's ever going to fuck with me again. And as a result, it's like I shut up shop. You know, it's like, mm, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a sexual person. I'm not a sexy person. Um, I'm not going to, you know, use my body in that way. And it's almost like I, you know, I swung from, yeah, cool, do whatever you want to, uh, no, I don't do that. 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 But I didn't actually even say I don't do that. It was my energy that said it because communicating that out loud was not something that I was used to. So what's been happening in my reality now is that like from that event, and then I had my friend's hands that same week, I've actually been feeling really beautiful in skirts or dresses or clothing that's a little more feminine. Um, I've sort of been like, you know, the baggy jeans and like, yes, maybe a smaller um, tank top, but kind of like, you know, the cool, cool, rad, tomboyy, but not. Um, and it's actually just been a really beautiful healing because when I was talking to my coach Tamara on Monday, we realized that because I didn't um, know how to put boundaries in place as that little girl, uh, I carried on being boundary-less. And then because I didn't know how to put boundaries really properly in place, I became like, don't fuck with me in terms of my energy. And a way that I have used my clothing in terms of like the baggier stuff, the no, 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 I'm, I'm I, like, I'm not really sexy. I don't want to draw that level of attention to myself, you know, fine with my hair or fine with my smile, but not when it comes to clothing. And we tracked it back to when I was that little girl um, wearing that dress to Sunday school and, and church. Um, something locked in my mind that it's because of that dress and making me look pretty and making me look cute and making me look adorable. That's what drew this person to fuck with me. 
And because I was this like cheeky, flamboyant, all this kind of stuff, like child, that's also what um, drew this toward me. So I've had in my psyche, okay, Kat, you can unlock parts of your personality, but you can't unlock parts of your personality and be sexy and be successful and be this and be that. Because if you do, you're definitely going to get taken down. So only unlock parts of yourself. And it was really, um, it was really special to address this for me uh, because I know for me personally, it inhibits me sexually. Um, It inhibits just another part of my self-expression, just, you know, with whatever I want to wear because I would always go, oh, no, that's too much. Oh, no, no. You know, I'll just wear this and I'll zhuzh up my face or I'll zhuzh up my hair or whatever else. And there's just been this denial. I've been denying myself of just that little bit more of self-expression. And we spoke about this on Monday and, you know, it was just like, fuck, I don't want to be 95 going, God damn it. Wish I just had the confidence and, you know, like the, "Mm, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to wear this and the, you know, zero fucks to, to really wear whatever I want to wear. Not that I want to wear anything like Wowza, but for me it's wowza, you know. To anyone else, I'd be like, oh wow, you look really pretty. Whereas to me, I'm like, oh my god, am I standing out too much? Like, kind of feeling like a tall poppy and, you know, waiting to be taken down by I don't know who, but someone. Um, so, yeah, there's been some inner child work that I am doing and um, going back to my younger self to free her from feeling like she needs to hide and feeling like she needs to deny. Um, And it's been, yeah, it's been a very tender, uh, beautiful little time for me over the past week and a bit. And, you know, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because maybe in your past uh, or maybe your past rears its head, you know, maybe there were deep wounds with your mom or your dad or your family dynamic or, you know, maybe you were abused um, and and it comes up and you feel fucked off that it is. Uh, and I get that. I, I definitely do get that. Um, but this experience that I'm sharing with you is just living proof that there is something that it's asking for us to look at, not to get sucked into the story, not to get sucked into, you know, how bad shit was, not to remind you of of whatever in it to, to in such a terrible way, but to have that lesson. And you know, for me, it's just been. It's been asking myself, like, where have I been control-alt-deleting parts of myself? Cool, I've been control-alt-deleting my sense of expression through fashion, through, through the clothes that I wear, the outer part of me because of the inner part of me, the inner turmoil that's going on inside of me. I've been control-alt-deleting that. What else have I been control-alt-deleting? And that's the question that I'm posing to myself. And so that's the question I'm going to pose to you. Um, especially if, you know, past stuff keeps coming up for you, please don't see it as like a, oh, God damn it. You know, have I fucked up my healing? Have I done something wrong? Should I be doing more? Uh, I know you've probably heard it before, but it is, it really can be an invitation to just liberate more of yourself. So what do you control alt deleting based upon decisions you made as a younger child? Um, that maybe served you then, but definitely don't serve you now. There are ways that I can help you through my two coaching programs. The first one is Real and Raw, 
which is my three-month group coaching program for women, uh, for seven women, where we journey through the self through the seven chakras. It's a process of awakening you and unbecoming so much of you that you actually aren't. This takes place twice a year and the next program begins on June 8th, 2022. So if you want in for more information about it, head to catjohn.com.au or feel, feel free to email us at info at catjohn.com.au. And the second one is the Legends, which I shared about last week. The Renewed Legends will be launching on June 21st and it also takes place twice a year. And this is a six-month life coaching program, group life coaching program, to help you manage your head so you can listen more to your heart and follow through on what truly matters to you. If you're wondering which is going to be the best one for you, you can book a 15-minute phone chat with me. I'll put that in the show notes just to suss out where you're at and I can direct you to the best place. Anywho, lots of love. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you in your squeaky clean earballs. Clean them for me on Monday. Lots of love. Peace be with you.